Happy New Year, TGC family. We're so glad you joined us today. And I just want to remind you that you can find all the information that we talk about in our podcasts over on our website, www.tgc.travel.com. We're so happy that you're joining us today. So here's what we'd like for you to do. Go get yourself a nice glass of wine, kick your feet up, and enjoy the conversation with us as we talk all about travel guides today. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to our last episode, my big fat trip planning strategy, you may want to check in on that to get all those travel dreaming pieces in your mind together so that you can kick off 2021 with the hope and dream that travel will open again. So enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Option Yaya Travel the World. It's a place where we like to spend some time talking about all things travel and how travel could be part of your lifestyle. Whether you're hanging out at home, planning your next trip, or you've got those boarding passes in your hands. My name is Alex and I play the Bopsha role in all of this. As always, I'm here with my bestie, Terry. Yaya's here and today we're going to be chatting about guidebooks and how they could either help you or hinder you on your trip. Dun, dun, no matter dun. I know, no matter what your destination is, we've got some helpful tips and great stories to share with you. But like always, we're going to talk about things that keep us travel happy. You know us, we're going to talk books, we're going to talk food, and we're going to talk tips and products. So it's all going to start in our segment called Now Boarding. So Terry, I'm excited because today we're going to help people get started. I mean, like the first thing that you have to do is decide where you're going and who's going to help you get there, right? Right. So so my thought is, let's kind of take a bit of a dive into guidebooks. Okay. And I, I want to start with an amazing um, guidebook that came out more than 20 years ago called Europe Through the Back Door from my best buddy, Rick Steves. Have you ever heard of this book? I have not, but I have sure heard of Rick Steves. <laughs> so... This is Rick Steves' very first book, and it was written about all of Europe at that time, and he updates it throughout the years, but it kind of gives you like an entire overview of the of the whole continent, which is amazing. So it's a great place to kind of start narrowing down your scope if Europe is your destination. What about you? What's your global book pick? Okay, I'm going to go a little broader than if you're not, you know, if you don't know if you just want to go to Europe. Mine is called The Travel Book. And The Travel Book is a Lonely Planet book. Mm -hmm. Okay. And what I like about it, if you want to get it over there on Amazon, you have choices that you can even get it on your Kindle. So it's like on your iPad and you can just, it's like a catalog of countries. Oh, yes. It kind of gives you the basics. Yeah. Your journey through every country. There's pictures because don't we all love a picture book? So that's my global pick. Love it. Okay. I will say this, though. I, I would love for people to understand that you always need to buy a new guidebook. Don't think that last year's guidebook will suffice for this year's trip. You need that up-to-date book, and you you 
really need to consider a guidebook, a $20 investment for a couple of thousand dollar trip. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Always re-up and buy new on those. Okay. And my tip is use multiple sources. This is going to help you narrow down and narrow down your options, kind of really tailor your travels. Mm -hmm. So use multiple sources. Don't just rely on one thing. Yeah, you might walk out the door with one guidebook, but you use several uh, as you plan. Oh, yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. Here's the teacher in me is about to come out. Are you ready? Oh, mine too. Go. Okay. Okay. My travel product this week is note-taking tabs and flags. They're the post-it sticky ones because I truly believe that a guidebook is not a book that you don't write in. I treat a guidebook like a journal. I'm going to write all over it. I'm going to have notes. I put those little flags everywhere. I'll color code if it makes me happy. Whatever it is that I can do to make it mine, that's what I'm going to do. You know what? Let it bring you joy. And I'm going to I'm going to share something here. My product that is one of your favorites. Okay. Flare pens. Holla. Flare pens are for every occasion. They make you feel better. They're pretty colors. And you can just mark up those travel guides all you want. All the pretty colors, where you're going. I think they're great. You need flare pens in your life. Totally. Totally. So let's talk travel binges because if we're going to talk travel guides, these travel guides that are on TV are just as important as the ones that you read. And to me, the person who's got the most classic show in this department right now is The Curious Traveler, which you can find on PBS. The host of this show goes to one destination, really hits the top-notch things, a couple of hidden gems, and really gives you a nice, clean, neat, well-put-together overview of a particular destination. So I'm a big fan of The Curious Traveler as a travel guide. Okay, so I'm going to head on over to the BBC, Mm. and I'm going to look, I have the travel show. Now, what I really like about it is when you go to it, you can just cruise through the episodes that you want to see, or you can actually choose destinations. Mm -hmm. And that way you can, maybe you're going, let's say, where do you want to go? You want to go to Africa. We can click on Africa, and we can see... And watch all these wonderful things on Africa. So I think mm-hmm. that's a good idea f- that I'd like to share. That That's my binge. I like that show a lot. I, it's like a news magazine show. I like it. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about travel tech? What have you got up your, up, up your sleeve for travel tech? Well, this is a cool website. You can get the app. It's called Cool Cousin. Mm-hmm. And what's great about it, who doesn't want to have a cool cousin, you know, right? So when you go to your app, you put in where you're going, and then you're going to get insider tips from the locals, from your cool cousin. So anywhere you're going, you put it in, and it's going to give you tips in that area. So there you go. I like it. My travel tech 
pick this week is the Rick Steves Guided Audio Tours, which you can find on his website and download as an app. These are really great for like if you're in really huge places like, say, the Louvre. Mm -hmm. or um, downtown Amsterdam, just kind of getting yourself oriented. A lot of times what I like to do is use his walking tours for like city centers. When I kind of get up by myself like that first morning and go for an early morning walk, um, just to kind of refresh myself. I'll listen to that as I'm walking and um, I get a nice walk in. I get myself kind of acclimated to a new place and I get a little information at the same time. So I'm a fan of that. So Terry, today we are digging into the world of travel guides and different kinds of guidebooks that help travelers make the most out of their adventures. So I thought we would kick off with the original modern travel guide, which was released in the late 50s, early 60s by Arthur Frommer. It's called Europe on $5 a day. Can you imagine being able to go to Europe on $5 a day? It'd be great. It would be so fabulous. I love that idea. I can get a hero in Athens for $5 a day, but I don't think I'm going to make it the whole day. But he kind of brought Europe to the American traveler which is kind of where the story of modern travel guides starts. But there are so many now. I mean, the Frommer organization has grown and grown and grown. And Arthur's daughter, Pauline, is in charge now. She does an incredible job of um, getting out worldwide guides to so many different places. Um, But she's certainly not the only person out there. Um, What are some of the newer kind of guides that you can use now? Well, one of the newer kinds is the digital guides. Um, Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we are like really techie now. So digital guides, uh, you could go on Amazon host a few digital versions of travel guides. So like a lot of times when you make the purchase, you can choose to, to download the, um, to have your digital version, but then you can also download and print it as well. Mm -hmm. And I think it's super helpful, especially like if you're looking for like specific information, like foodie groups, fishing guides, stuff like that. I think that works out good. Yeah. And I do think that that's super important. Like knowing that the guide that you're reading matches what your true interests are. Right. Right. Yeah. And speaking about true interests, let's get back to, we're going to circle back to this guy again and again and again, Rick Steves, because he really was the creator of the niche market in the travel industry. And that's a big word that you hear in the travel industry is niche market. It's a term meaning I'm only an expert in this one area. I only do this one thing. And Rick is kind of the guy that created this. He said, I am not going to go to all the places in the world. I might privately and I might enjoy all of those places so much, but I'm going to become an expert on just Europe. And so Rick Steves started with the book that we mentioned earlier, Europe Through the Back Door. And um, he has created one of the biggest travel empires in the world. Um, 
and it's still privately owned. You know, um, he says, and I think this is very interesting, his favorite country is India. However, when you see him on TV, he's never in India. Like it's just not, it's not part of what he does as a public personality. So I think it's really interesting. And his son, Andy has become kind of like a millennium tour uh, book writer. So I think that's very cool as well. Yeah. What are some of the other digital avenues we can go down? Okay. So let's talk about crowdsourcing. Let's Mm -hmm. talk about your apps. So you have like Yelp and TripAdvisor. Mm-hmm. Okay, I love Yelp, and I'm very, de- I, I'm dependent on Yelp a lot of times when I'm traveling. And I know it's kind of a mixed bag. People say, oh, you know, they're not all true. You know, you can't go by all the reviews. But I've not, it has never steered me wrong. Well, it Yelp has, has been never, around a while, too, which yeah. I think is a huge help. Yeah, and you have Trip, TripAdvisor. Um, some people may say, you know, I, I, I'm not a big TripAdvisor user. Mm. You know, I, I haven't used it a lot. There's some bad reviews. So I don't know. What about you? What do you think on those? Well, um, I think Yelp has definitely kind of come out of the growing pain stage. You know, um, when these crowdsourcing apps Uh, first come out, they're super great, but they don't have a lot of information. Then they kind of have all these aches and pains as they grow. And then they kind of come out the other side as kind of really reliable things. So I think Yelp is definitely there. Um, You can get a lot out of it now, but TripAdvisor, man, they're still, they're just at that spot where they got so big that um, so many people couldn't couldn't get in their reviews and it wound up being, I'm a horrible traveler and I'm going to put my bad review for this place on TripAdvisor. It it kind of became a bit of a backlash. So yeah, I'm not a fan of that. I'm more of a classic travel book kind of person. Um, but I do have some digital, um, resources that I like. Um, so another classic option that we have is the Lonely Planet Company, oh, which yeah. um, is probably Frommer's biggest competitor, um, followed closely by Moon Travel Guides. Um, Lonely Planet right now is suffering. So if you are looking for a Christmas gift or a holiday gift for a loved one, you may want to buy a Lonely Planet book because they need a little bit of love in this pandemic. Um, they're a company Help out of... Out. Yeah, they're a company out of Great Britain, and they do a really good job at being the average Joe traveler. Um, You know, Rick Steves is more the budget-minded, pragmatic kind of guy. Frommers is more the classic stuff. Mm -hmm. I would say Lonely Planet is the average Joe, I'm just trying to make the world a better place, give me an eco-option choice. Right, right. So they, they, they all kind of have their their same thing. But I think that there may be better places to get information sometimes, especially if it's not your first go around to the destination that you're going to. Um, And that brings us to the third digital choice that's out there. And this one I like, blogger guides. Yes. Who doesn't like to listen to bloggers? I know we do. Okay. This is one of the newest treasures available to travelers yeah and 
you can go to Pinterest and it's super easy because you can put in your blog, you know, you're looking for bloggers here and, or you're going to trips here and you're going to get a pen after pen after pen of all of these blogs. And it can be a little overwhelming. So when you do it, you want to make sure you narrow it down. Um, I would just follow several bloggers. I, you know, you don't want to overwhelm yourself and you want to look for those bloggers that are going to, you know, approach your destination from different perspectives, which is going to help you in the long run plan your trip. Mm -hmm. So I think that's an awesome, awesome guy, you know, digital tour guide we can use. Definitely. So to wrap up our conversation on travel guides, guidebooks, tour guides, whatever whatever you like to call them, um, here are four tips uh, to help you when it comes to planning. First and foremost, don't treat these books as precious. Mark them up and kind of almost destroy them. Tailor them to what you love. Um, number two, follow a few bloggers through Pinterest. If you follow them through Google, you'll never get past the big titans of travel like Frommer's Lonely Planet and Rick Steves. You'll never get past them, the bloggers start showing up on like page three. So um, I would definitely go through Pinterest because you'll definitely find them quicker that way. Be careful of catchphrases like hidden gems and off the beaten path. Um, I use the phrase hidden gems a, a lot and I, I feel like I overuse it. Um, if somebody's talking about it, it's probably not a hidden gem. So, so just buyer beware on those kind of things and know that hidden gems and off the beaten path mean not as many people as the Eiffel Tower, not no one else will be there. So I, I do think that that's kind of important to know that that's what it means. And our last tip, be sure to find writers that write about your interests. If you're a foodie, follow foodie blogs. If you are a hiker, follow hiker blogs. If you are a first-time traveler, follow first-time travel blogs. That's what our blog is all about, are those first-time experiences to all kinds of new places. So be sure to think about um, narrowing down your options so that you create a balance between all of the resources that are out there and what you truly, truly need. All right, Terry, on this week's I Agree, here's the question. Okay. Is not planning viable for the average traveler? Can you fly by the seat of your pants? I cannot. Um, I have to have a plan, some sort of a plan. Now, I do think you have to be prepared that things may not go as you have planned and you've got to be willing to make that switch. But I do think you need to have some plans in place. Please don't just fly by the seat of your pants. It does not always work. I have to tell you that I think not planning is the biggest waste of time and money that there is. Um, you know, there are so many reasons why you have to plan. First of all, the majority of big sites, particularly in Europe, if you don't have a reservation, you're not going to get to it. So you can't go right. like, 
like, hey, I think I'll go see the Eiffel Tower in five minutes. No, is the answer. (laughs) You know, um, in Barcelona, if you want to go into the Sagrada Familia, um, those tickets run out about 12 minutes after they go on sale for the daily tickets. However, you can make your reservation months in advance online um, to ensure that you can get in. Um, There are so many places that don't allow you in without a reservation. And you kind of miss out that way. So I do think that. I also think that if you don't plan you wind up missing out on so much. Like you don't know what all your options are, I guess is the my biggest point, you know? So I do think not planning flying by the seat of your pants is not viable for the average traveler. Flexibility is important, but not no plan. Right? Yes. Yes. So Terry, you know what that means? What? I, I agree. agree. You know, the travel industry has taken quite a blow from several global issues, including the war in Ukraine, the climb out of the COVID-19 crisis, and inflation that makes it hard for people to get out into the world like they want to. At this point, leading experts are predicting that it's going to take up to three years for the travel industry to bounce back to full force. One way that you can help the travel industry is to like and subscribe to 10 microbloggers. Each time you do, you're telling all those travel industry experts that you are ready to enjoy everything that the world has to offer, and you can start with us. That's right. You can find us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, and even LinkedIn at Babsha and Yaya. That is B-A-B-C-I-A and Y-I-A-Y-I-A. We'd love to hear from you. Contact us at bobsheandyaya at gmail.com with your questions, suggestions, favorite travel tips, products, and travel trends so that we can share your ideas in the future. Bob She and Yaya is our home base for everything we love about travel. It's where our blog and show notes live and where we share access to all of our resources, including travel literacy for kids. We always have new posts about all the things we love about travel, including today's topics, as well as feature destinations, travel lifestyle, and stories to make you smile. Didn't get all of that? No worries. Just check out our show notes for all of the ways to stay in touch and links to anything we chatted about in this episode. As always, thanks for joining us for our journey.